Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Wow. When you have President Ronald Reagan read you in, you know it's special, right? Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio, where you we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd, the other guy. We've got a great show for you today. Our theme is Tools of the Trade. Tools of the Trade? Hey, first, what's that music? Uh, you left your iPhone on. <laughs> I may have. But no, we are celebrating. That's cool in the oh, game. Oh, that's right. Our 31st anniversary. That's true. We did celebrate our 31st wedding anniversary this week. But we're celebrating something else, Dan. What what could it possibly be? Oh, our Star World Wide Network first appearance. Absolutely. We are sitting in our new studio, new network home Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Network. Beautiful studios. We've got our new producer that we've just met, Blade. Can you say hello, Blade? Hi. <laughs> He's over there fiddling with buttons and knobs. And yeah, just, but I'm celebrating. He is celebrating. That's right. We're doing a little dance party here in the I, studio. I don't know about celebrating. All I've got is water over here. but <laughs> Well, we can change that. That's true. That's true. All right. Okay. That is a lot to celebrate, but we also are celebrating an amazing lineup of guests today. Dan, tell us who's coming up. Well, we have Dave Pratt. Who's Dave Pratt? He's a CEO of Star Worldwide Networks, a web-based radio network located in Scottsdale, Arizona. His um, part of this today, his tool is radio and communication. Because it's about tools of the trade, That's right? right. Absolutely. And then we have Natalie Foster. She's a CEO, co-founder, editor, and creator of Girls Guide to Guns, an online resource for females who are new to the shooting sports. She's also an NRA co- commentator, and she hosts Love at First Shot at NRA Women. TV. What is her tool? What what would that tool of the her trade tool be? would be information? Man, right? And then we have Lars Dalside. He's the communication director of the NRA, ILA, the Institute for Legislative Action, and is a former producer of NRA News. His tool is info on laws in the national level. You know, you've got to pay attention to these things. You really do. I mean, if you're, we, what do we say, Dan? If you are a gun owner. There is no fence sitting, right? No. Especially now. We don't. We do not have time. November is coming really quick. It's so true, and so you got to pay attention to what's going on on the national stage. And speaking of time, this is a two-hour show. It is. And our second hour, we have kept. Our second hour, we have Dan and Cheryl Todd. That's us. 
We're going to be talking about gunsmithing and blogging. Absolutely. Uh, are you the guns? What, what do you do? Sure. What <laughs> I, is, I assure you, I am not the gunsmith. We are. We're <laughs> Nobody glad about would that. want that, right? We're, but we're glad. But yes. we are glad that Dan is our gunsmith over at azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. See yes. how I kind of threw that in we there? We do all kinds of stuff. So, And we also have Dave Kopp. He's the president of AZCDL. Now, the AZCDL, that is the Arizona Citizens Defense League, and what the what Lars is going to talk to us about on the national level, uh, Dave Kopp is going to talk to us about on the local level in Arizona. What laws are going on, what proposals are happening, what bills are being introduced, and again, you cannot hit the snooze button. You have got to be tapped in, you've got to be informed, and paying attention, and then you use the information, and what do you do with it, Dan? You vote. That's you, what you do. You sure do vote. But I, I'll tell you, you can, um, you can go online and, and look at all the great work they've done in Arizona and realize that this is where you need to support. This is what you need to do. Absolutely. So. so that is our second hour. And, of course, we end every hour with our responsibly armed citizen report. Actually, we end every show with that. And those are the news stories about when, you know, the good guy with the gun, when people have saved lives by being responsibly trained citizens. Some of those people say there are no good guys with guns. Well, we talk about that a little bit on this show, don't we? That's why we engage, educate, and inform, isn't it? That's exactly right. And then, of course, there's always Dan's tip of the week. Mm. What's your tip? This Don't don't give it away. I can't tell you that right okay, now. Okay, you got to tell me off the air because he always makes me sweat it out. Like, I'm not telling her Like, I'm, I'm nervous that we're going to get to the end of the second hour and then I'm going to be staring at crickets. So, we're hearing crickets. You, you stare at crickets? You, or? Yeah, you can hear crickets. Here. <laughs> Either way. Either way. All right. So, huge show, right? Super jazzed about all of the awesome people who are going to be our guests today. Uh, but tomorrow, something pretty exciting and special going on, too. Yes, the Arizona gun, the gun show. Yeah. Right? It's Crossroads the Crossroads of the, West. of the West. Right. They're and the producers. It's at 19th Avenue and McDowell in Phoenix, Arizona. And why do we have to be so specific because now, Because we even have to say United States. That's right. Because now that we're on Star Worldwide Network, we are not just citywide, right? We are not just statewide, We are not just nationwide, but our show has leapt into the future of radio, and we are now... Worldwide. Worldwide. And so the guy in Germany said, how do I get to that gun show in Phoenix tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit of a flight. Well, the show's going on today and tomorrow. It's a great show. And uh, what are we doing at the show, Cheryl? Well, I am so fortunate to be able to moderate uh, discussion panels And so I've uh, assembled three separate panels. At 11 a.m., we're going to have the top five guns for personal defense. Now, I did just recently share a blog about that. So if you go to gunfreedomradio.com and you click on the blog tab, you're going to be able to kind of get a preview about what we're going to be discussing. But the guys that we have on staff at AZ Firearms are so knowledgeable that I thought, let's bring them out to the public, right? And let them let the public hear them talk about what are people buying, why are they buying it? Uh, because that's really kind of the thing that's flying off the shelves right now. It's not so much the collectible guns or even the hunting guns, but it's the the I want to protect my home, I want to protect myself as a concealed carry gun. 
So uh, you yourself, Mr. Dan Todd, is going to be one of the panelists. And we've got uh, Mark Brown and Mark Janko. And we're going to be talking about those top five guns. Now at noon, we've got women and guns. That's the panel. I like talking about Guns. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, uh, yeah. what, where are we going with this? <laughs> no, we do like talking about guns. And, and it is specific, uh, the, the pathway, sort of, that women take to owning firearms and being uh, responsibly armed is somewhat different than, than men. They, they like, they, they, their bodies are built different, so they choose different equipment, different holsters, all these kinds of things. And so yeah, that's a great panel. Yeah, I've been married 31 years, and I realized a long time ago that, you know what? Women are different than guys. And so, <laughs> you, you, you know, caught that clue, I do huh? enjoy talking about women with guns because women are different, and they have different needs. And we as guys can't go around buying guns for women without them checking them out making sure it's comfortable to them and fits them right. And let's don't even talk about holsters right now. No. I mean, that's a completely different thing. I mean, can you imagine? I, I'm, I remember when I was young and mm-hmm. we first got married, I bought Cheryl a purse. Mm-hmm. It never got out of the bag. <laughs> it went right back to the store and it was an expensive purse. But that's good because I've learned my lesson. Don't buy purses. Yeah. If you can't buy me my shoes and you can't buy me my purse, which I don't want you to do, then definitely don't buy me a gun but how come we can go together and choose one together and and then you can still be a part of it how come you can buy my shoes i come home i got new shoes and this is what you're wearing okay this Um, is it well i don't know but somehow for 31 years you you've been dressed well so we'll just leave it at that okay now at one o'clock tomorrow at the crossroads of the west gun show we have protecting your second amendment rights as the topic and we're going to talk again dave cop is one of our um, guests here on the radio today. He's going to be out there on the discussion panel. Uh, we'll have Noble C. Hathaway. He is with the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association, which is kind of the Arizona arm of the NRA. And also, um, I'm hoping Alan Corwin is going to make it. He said he, he's got a little bit of a schedule thing to work with, but um, he is a, a great author and he uh, has uh, the gunsaveslives.org Well, um, I, I noticed that all these people that we're having on the show today, all the guests that we have are all Arizona residents and live in Arizona. But Cheryl, we have guests from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We sure do. We've had, we've had uh, uh, from Australia, oh my gosh, Nick Adams. My goodness, his, his name just flew out of my brain for about a half a second there. Forgive me, Nick. I know you. And, and Nick, but we don't, they don't have any issues in Australia with guns, do they? Um, hmm. Oh, wait, wait, Australia. <laughs> I thought you said Austria. Australia definitely has gun problems. Yeah, and Hillary wants to bring the Australian gun model here to America, which a lot of people that don't know go, have, well, what's wrong with that? I have told you, Cheryl, forever, do not mention her name until after I have eaten. Hey, now, hey, 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 we are not an angry show. No, we we're not, do we're not. not. No, I'm, we don't do that I here. I wish the but, best for everybody. Absolutely, but I want to get to... Um, a topic really quick because we're going to have to break and run and run to commercial. But we have celebrities out there that are talking about gun laws and how you should vote as though they are experts in these things. Maybe they are. Maybe you know that about these these celebrities. I don't know that about them. So my ears always perk up and I think, you know what you're good at? You're good at doing rap music. You're good at doing we, acting. And I'm talking, about, talking about Ice Cube. About crushed Ice or no, ice, ice, ice Cube. cube. He ice said cube. this week, vote Democrat to put a lid on 
gun manufacturing. And I didn't know that he was an expert in in gun laws and, and gun crime statistics and those sorts of things. And, and I think he probably isn't. So you might want to think about just not taking that advice verbatim. Maybe do your own research. We're all about that. And then one more thing really quickly is that they're coming at our gun laws from all different sides. They do have the celebrities, but they also have some 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 things that have been voted on. Do you know that just recently in a U.S. territory that they voted in that each gun sold will have a tax applied to it? Do you know how much tax they applied to each gun, Dan? Well, any tax is too much, but what, five bucks? $1,000 per gun. And it voted and it was cleared? And it voted in and it was cleared. And it's the Northern Mariana Islands, which is a, a U.S. Uh, territory. Um, so anyway, these are the things going on out there. This is what we like to talk about on the show. Like I said, we are not angry teeth gnashers. No. We just educate, we inform, and we engage. And we want you to stick around because we have... The CEO of Star Worldwide Network coming up next, the one and only, the morning mayor, Dave Pratt. Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband and Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, and we are celebrating. What are we celebrating, Dan? Uh, Our first... 31st anniversary again? <laughs> no. Well, we are definitely celebrating being married 31 years, but we are in our new studio home. We are in Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Network Studios, gorgeous, beautiful studios in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we're also celebrating that sitting right next to us, actually between us, I feel a little nervous for this man right now, is the CEO, the morning mayor, the one and only Dave Pratt. Wow, I feel like the vanilla in the Oreo here, you know. <laughs> why do I have to sit on Dan's lap? You're so much prettier. What, what is up with that? Well, you know, it's immersion therapy. Uh, so, okay, you know, right. if we're going to get along, we, we've got to we got to get along, right? Welcome. Well, thank you. Uh, we are so excited to be here because, like we were saying, we are not just citywide, we're not just statewide, we're not just nationwide. We are yes, worldwide. And you have Bruce listening in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Hello, and he, Bruce. He's been hosting a local gun share uh, show there for a while, and he found you guys through SEO. And he said, Dave, I'll be listening, so say hi to me. So we did. So you have a new listener in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh. I love that. That We have one. And that's I had, great. We have you, one listener. <laughs> and and that's, that's twice as many as I have. So congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. No, this is so exciting because, I mean, anybody that knows Dave Pratt knows that he has been in radio for over 30 years, right? You're, you're killing me right now. You're I know. You're killing me I right know. now. I know. We're dating. We've been married 31. You've okay. been on Radio 30. I mean, good heavens. Are you ready for this? Almost 40. Really? Yeah, I started in 1977. Boy, am I going to age myself? Dan, why are you letting me kill myself like this? <laughs> yeah, since since 1977 and, and 38 uh, here. So. Man, that is fantastic. I mean, you are an icon for sure. And, I mean, you're not just a radio personality. You are so involved with the community. You have such a giving heart. We just talked about a, a fundraiser we had for some firefighters last week. And out of the blue, you call us up and you say, hey, I'm going to send you four tickets to what? Well, to the Diamondbacks because I wanted to pitch in some way. I felt bad that day because I was traveling and I couldn't make the event myself. But anytime you guys are doing anything in the community, I'm always willing to help. I know we have a big Chamber of Commerce event coming up uh, together as well. And and thank you for calling me an icon. My wife doesn't feel like that because she makes me roll out the trash on Tuesdays. <laughs> so she, she doesn't see me like that. But. Well, look, we, we our store is in Old Town Avondale. And it's about a quarter of a block to walk to the liquor store to get Pepsis if you want a Pepsi. Or ice, and I'm walking down the sidewalk, just kind of looking down. And one of the sta- the station you were n- known for in Phoenix. Can I say that name? Camel. Uh, no. Okay, UPD. Okay, because there was there were two. Okay, yeah. so KUPD okay. is etched in stone in the concrete, <laughs> and th- so the first thing that comes out of your mind. I mean, even before we knew you were doing this, was Dave Pratt. Oh. I love and it's it. It's like so. You are well known in the valley. You know what's kind of funny? Down over by the, the liquor store, though. What was that part? <laughs> why, why was that important well, in the just, story? <laughs> I had to walk. I mean, I just you know. Why were you at the liquor store? Oh, you're getting ice. Okay, go ahead. If you said liquor store, then I would have known it was KUPD. Okay. <laughs> if you would have said grocery store, I would have said Camel. It, it's so funny over the years because uh, if, if people come up and they say, if I'm lucky enough for them to say, hey, I've listened to you over the years, I, I never know whether it was in rock or country because we did both. And it got to be to the point to where those who listened to me in country were shocked. 
that right. I was ever in rock. They didn't know. Right. Uh, if, if they were new to the valley, because we have such a transitional population. Because he's a chameleon. And then the ones in rock were like, you're doing what, country? Yeah, but if you think about it, guys, there, there's really a blend there. So Kid Rock has had three number one hits in country. It's so true. So much crossover these days. There's so much. I love it. Okay. So speaking of crossing over, I like that segue, right? I'm just going to go with that. I like it. All right. So you're you're, uh, 38-ish whatever years, right? Uh That you were in what we call terrestrial radio. That always makes me think of UFOs. I don't know why. But terrestrial radio, which is, you know, normal radio. You you get in a car, you flip on the the dial. AM, FM. Yep. There it is. And then at some point... And, and I do think that you're, you're a visionary. You've always been ahead of the curve. That's why you were the morning mayor. That's why you're an icon. You saw the future of radio completely changing. But you're ahead of the curve. So did you have people saying, Dave, you're a little crazy here. What are, what are you doing going to this web-based radio thing? You, you know what, Cheryl? I'd like to claim that I'm some kind of uh, swami who had this great forecast of the media business, and it was all my intuition that led me in this direction. But the truth is, uh, people ask me why I left radio. I didn't leave radio. Uh, Radio left me. Hmm. So when technology changed and the revenue started to go down in AM, FM radio, they Mm -hmm. couldn't afford to keep their main personalities, not just in Phoenix. I'm the small picture on a national level, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, Stern or Ryan Seacrest or Rick Dees or Brandmeier in Chicago. As traditional radio revenue went down, they couldn't afford to keep their main personalities. Mm-hmm. So the only way companies could keep their profit margin was by uh, releasing their top-paid personalities. And that's what happened to me with CBS. So at that time, I had a choice to make. Do I get my teeth kicked in, go back, and settle for less? Mm. And, of course, this is how I support my family, just like anybody yeah. does a job to support their family. Or do I try to create something brand new and look to the future? And that's what I did. That's what really inspired me, Cheryl. Uh, And I mean, it makes such perfect sense. Everything is going the way of, you know, you want it to be at your fingertips when you want it there. This whole idea of on demand, this whole idea of I'm walking around with my smartphone everywhere. I've left the big boom box thing back in the 70s, right? We don't carry those on our shoulders anymore. They're, right. they're smaller. They're more compact. And look, we call them smartphones. Look what you carry now, Cheryl. Yeah, this tiny little... Oh, uh, excuse me. Excuse, wait, wait a minute. She doesn't carry that. Well, that's true. I, I carry it. <laughs> okay? Let's get that clear, okay? Uh, okay. Uh, true story. Okay. So, uh, but the point is, is that we, we're, we travel. We go around the world. It is nothing to get on a plane and, and fly to the, the East Coast, Right. And when we do that, when we're so transient in that way, we miss being able to turn on and know exactly what dial to go to when we're in our rental car, right? Mm-hmm. You spend 15 minutes just finding something that you might want to listen to. That's right. Now, what do we do? It's destination listening. Everything's new media. You go to your favorite shows just like uh, you and Dan are so busy. I'm sure that when you get time to watch your favorite shows, you watch them on demand or DVR. The listener, the viewer is in total control now. Uh, we had a potential host come in this week, and they said, Dave, I don't understand anything about new media. I said, how did you book this appointment with me? They said, through email. I said, that's new media. Boom. I said, what's in your hand? They said, a phone. I said, that's new media. There it is. And I said, when I researched this meeting to find out more about you today, I did it on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your LinkedIn. That's new media. Sometimes people get intimidated by new media when they don't realize they're already using it. It's so true. I mean, it seems sort of like out there, but when you think about, you know, binge watching, we binge watch so 
You know, with the idea of watching a show and waiting for an entire seven days for somebody to crank out the next one. No, don't even. Right. Because there's always that cliffhanger. I can't stand it. Cheryl, last, I got to know what happens. Last night, I'll tell you guys what a geek I am. Last night, I watched six episodes of Vinyl on HBO. I haven't seen that yet. It's, it must be good. It's about the record industry in the 70s. Kids, not not for kids. But <laughs> none of them are. But I don't care when it airs on HBO. I don't even know what day of the week or time it airs. Doesn't matter to me. Like you, Cheryl, I binge watch. I watch it when I want to watch it. It's like with this show, people can listen live on Saturdays at one o'clock, or they can listen to the show when they're on a road trip or when they have time anywhere, you know, throughout the week. And and that's really the beauty of on-demand media. Absolutely. And if they go to your website, the starworldwidenetworks.com website, mm-hmm. it looks like a command screen. So it's like, oh, hey, this one looks interesting. You, you just click it. Boom. Right? I, call, I call it a food court. Yes, I what, like it. What am I hungry for today? Oh, that looks good. One day it's Johnny Rockets. The next day it's Panda Express. The next day it's Subway. But that's what we offer is we're actually a Baskin Robbins on steroids. We we offer 150 different flavors. 150 different shows. Are we number 151? Where, where do we land? You're number in... one in my heart. Oh, uh, you, he says that to all the shows. You know, actually, yeah, 167 <laughs> shows now. Wow. Is that, is that insane? Shows from Europe and Belgium and South America. We have an Olympic show coming from Brazil, East Coast, West Coast, that, Canada. That's the fun of this. Absolutely. The Internet's made the world really small, you guys. It's true. And then when we talked about, you know, the old school way, you hop in your car and you push your preset buttons, right? Well, the wave of the future, our preset buttons are called apps. So we open our <laughs> exactly. smartphone, right? Yeah. And we hit our little preset button for Star Worldwide Network app because you guys just rolled that out, what, a month or so ago? Well, the the new app. So we keep updating. So we try to keep up with Apple and Droid and used to be BlackBerry, new technology, iPads. The the most challenging thing of, of starting this network, guys, has been keeping up with technology because you can get old really quick if you're not on the front end of the curve. So every once in a while, we have to update the app and start all over as a courtesy to our hosts and those who listen to our hosts, because we want to have everything that every major app in the whole world has. Uh, and I, I think you do. You really, <laughs> you have this thing well thought out, sir. And from a standpoint for us, okay, so we're a show and we purposely moved here mm-hmm. because of the reach, because we're going to be not just nationwide, but worldwide, right? And that helps other countries be able to hear the truth about why we love our Second Amendment rights, right? All those sorts of things. But also coming to a station like this, we know who's listening. We know how long they listened, right? We maybe know when they jumped off. So it's like, oh, maybe that segment didn't quite hit the mark, right? And then we can reach out to potential advertisers and say, look, this is exactly what we have to offer you. Yeah, I love, the, I love the vision, Cheryl, and it's all reported in credible, respectable ways through Google and Amazon that are kind of big companies. People respect those companies. Little, but You know, small startups. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely have vision, and you also have back analytics, so you can uh, do exactly what you're saying. You can say, hey, how was Pratt on our first show? How did he do? That, that gives you vision for the future, and that's how you build a show. I love it. And then everything's recorded, and it lives on our, our website, gunfreedomradio.com on demand. And we have to wrap up already, but I want you to tell people, what else are you doing? How can they follow you? How can they find you and stay tapped into all things Dave Pratt? Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Well, basically, go to gunfreedomradio.com, and if you follow Dan and Cheryl, you follow us. 
uh, go to StarWorldWideNetworks.com and you'll find us and everything about us. And as far as Arizona, although we're worldwide, I want to make it very clear. I have such a love for Arizona. So on a bigger level, you think of Bristol, Connecticut as the home of ESPN. I hope someday, if you guys help me, we can build Scottsdale, Arizona into the home of one of the biggest internet networks in the entire world. That's our goal. So exciting. Thank you so much, Dave, for being here with us. Woo-hoo! Thank you. And give me that free howitzer. Yeah, Dan promised me. Oh, Dan, yeah. we'll let, go shoot. let's go to the liquor store together. Okay. <laughs> I'll it. show you that on the sidewalk. Yeah. Hey, stick around because coming up, we have Natalie Foster, CEO, co-founder, and editor and creator of Girls Guide to Guns right after this. Hey everybody, Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town, Avondale, off the I-10 and Dysart Road, and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we educate, inform, and engage. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Harley, go ahead, Cheryl. Start <laughs> we, us off. Well, you know, this is live radio, and sometimes things go a little differently than you anticipate them going. We, we have Natalie Foster lined up, but we're having a tiny little technical difficulty. So um, we may not have her in this segment. So that's why Dan fumbled. But that's okay, because... I have this gift, right? And it's a curse because you have to live with me that I can just talk and and talk and talk and talk and I don't have any problem with that. So we had such an awesome time talking with Dave Pratt just now and we would need three solid shows 
more than just to to touch on everything that Dave Pratt has done in this business and the reasons and all that for him coming over to this web-based radio. But it's an exciting thing that we're doing here because I touched on just very, very briefly that, you know, in other countries that we are now going to be able to reach on, on this web-based radio, this worldwide radio, they really don't have an understanding of the freedoms that we enjoy here. You know, we grew up in, in America, so we don't understand even ourselves how much it's a part of the fabric of our, our lives that we love our Second Amendment and our Constitution. And so when we can put that out there at all in any way to help other countries see that, it could really uh, open eyes and change things. Right. I mean, we have guests that come from other countries into the gun shop and like mostly Germany, things like that. And they talk about wish, what they wish they could have and what they lost. And so by talking about what we have and, and the privileges that we have, it might help influence them to do the same in their country. Absolutely. And hey, live radio, it worked out. We got a hold of our next guest. We have Miss Natalie Foster, who is the CEO, co-founder, editor and creator of Girls Guides to Guns. She is also an NRA commentator and the host of Love at First Shot on NRA Women's TV. Miss Natalie, are you with us? Yes. Hey, so good to talk to you, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. I have been uh, wanting to have you on since we first started, and it's just a matter of lining up your calendar with my calendar, and yay, today's the day. Yes, fantastic. Sorry about the delay. We had a little reception issue, but we're good now. No problem whatsoever. I was saying I have the gift of talking, so I I can always fill time. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, you know... A lot of people, you are very well known, so a lot of people already know this, but just kind of walk us through it. You came to the shooting sports as an adult. You did not grow up around guns. What what changed in that way? Yeah, okay, actually, so I, I did grow up around guns. They, okay. were always, they were always around. So I grew up in West Texas, and, um, you know, definitely, you know, deep Texas. I was, I'm like seventh generation Texan. I mean, it is deep-seated in my family, <laughs> but... Um, but all that to say that we, you know, the girls in the family didn't shoot. The uh, shooting and firearms in general, even though I was exposed to them, I didn't know. Any, I mean, I couldn't, I could tell you what a trigger was, of course. But, you know, I didn't know anything really about um, the safety habits, you know, that you really need to maintain. I mean, I knew what I did know was you treat every gun as if it's loaded and that kind of thing. So, But that was about where my familiarity with firearms stopped, to tell you the truth. I mean, I didn't know, you know, all that much about, about guns. I did, however... When I was about 10 years old, I think, going away to Camp Longhorn down in Burnett, Texas, they did teach us to shoot a 22. Can you imagine? I, uh, they may still do this. I'm not really sure. I, I hope so. See, but Kids I know, need to but, be exposed I mean, to, to firearms in a safe and responsible way. But go ahead. I totally agree. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I was. And I was so proud of it. And, uh, you know, of my little target. And, you know, I mean, I couldn't shoot. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm sure the instruction wasn't that great, but I, but the safety was good. I remember that. And it, it was, you know, a little bolt action, 20, bolt action, 22 single shot, you know, Browning. And, you know, at 10 years old, maybe, maybe eight or nine actually. And it was really, really empower. I just remember kind of, I remember loving it. Right. But I didn't shoot again until I was an adult. And that was after begging my dad to, I, I had been living in Los Angeles for a few years, and I really wanted a way to connect with him. And even back 
then when I was little and I, you know, I remember sending him in the mail, but, you know, snail mail back in, in the day, mm-hmm. um, I sent him my target from camp, you know, so, so proud. And it was a bonding point. Right. Us. And so I was looking for that bonding point again with him. Um, you know, we had a lot in common in terms of politics and all of that, but we really didn't have any activity that we could go out and do. And that's what I was seeking with him. So I asked him to take me and, um, I, sorry, I asked him to take me to the range and he finally did. And he really enjoyed, I just, I had so much fun. He laid out this buffet. I, I joke that it's the buffet of a firearm. <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah, it was great. And I really, you know, I, I was exposed to so many different types that day and had no idea what I was doing. There are pictures from that day and my grip is super, like, it's all cup and saucer. Like it's terrible. So every, all the habits were awful except for safety. And, um, and I really was able to enjoy it. And I, I, it was such a rush. I think so many people experience this, right? That it's this um, just very unique, empowering moment, <laughs> you know? Well, and I, I think love, a lot of women have experienced. And I, I love that you bring up the idea that kind of like the family that shoots together stays together. Because Absolutely. there is so much that you can teach kids by going out on the range with them, responsibility, focus, and all these kinds of things. And then that whole bonding angle. Uh, We just have one daughter. And so my husband was always the one that was into guns. You know, I didn't really, I kind of came into this a little, you know, fairly recently. You said we just have one daughter, like maybe we should have had seven or eight. Come on. (laughs) What's going on, Cheryl? (laughs) No, she's awesome. And now we just have one granddaughter who's almost two. But um, yeah, but there's pictures that we have of of Dan and Cassie heading out to, to the desert to go shoot with their 22 rifle. And it's just those were good times for the two of them to kind of have a daddy daughter date. Right. See, I, I can't emphasize that enough. I'm so glad you mentioned that because it really is a special bonding time. And it really infuses so much uh, just self-respect and empowerment and capability for those for the for the kids. But it, it, it's a time that you're if, if you go and you take your daughter out, I can't speak to sons, although I think this applies here, too. But, you know, if you take your daughter out to shoot, she'll never forget it. Now, not to say, you know, you certainly don't want to push it. She's not into it. Just wait because, you know, my dad certainly waited and, and it worked quite well. Um, well, well and then, you know, that bonding time well, is really Natalie, valuable. Natalie, the thing is, I blew it because I should have t- taken her a lot more. I didn't know it at the time. If somebody would have been telling me on the radio, hey, you need to take your daughter shooting more, and I would have done that because it's not the memory she has, it's the memory I have. You know, there's a, mm. it, it's something mm. that w- I lost out on because I didn't do enough of it. Wow. And so I do think it's important that uh, you start your kids young and, and take them out to shoot. And may, maybe they don't like it. That's okay if they don't. But sure. you got to be very careful and make sure that you don't take big, powerful guns the first time. Mm-hmm. Start them off s- small, easy, and then work their way up to the bigger stuff. I love that. Man, you, you took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly right. Just start on a twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I don't care what age they are. I don't, you know, don't do, don't do the 45, you know, where we got to teach them respect or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. go gentle. I don't yeah. care who you are, who the kids are. Just, go, just start it out, make it fun, make them feel confident. Conf- the initial confidence building piece is so huge. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough because I can't tell you how many times I've had to fix Mm. uh, and, and retrain people who have had some horrible experience. Like, you know, a little, you know, a 13 year old who's a tiny little girl who ends up with a 12 gauge, 
Mm. She doesn't know how to, she doesn't know what she's doing. There's no instruction, nothing. And, you know, she gets blown back, ends up on the ground, hates guns forever. And then not only did she have a bad experience and that may have, you know, physically hurt her, but also this one person in particular that I have in mind is actually an anti-gun activist because of that experience. Oh no. So, you know, a lot of damage can be done if you don't do it the right way. You know, you think about the psychology of all of it too. understand that, you know, you don't want to, guns have power absolutely, but you don't start people out that way. You you don't scare them for sure. Right. And it it does shape their, their mindset for a lifetime. And, um, so, you know, you're, when you came into adulthood and then you're, you're bonding with your dad through firearms and that you developed this site called girls guide to guns. So when you did that, what was missing in the marketplace for you that you said this, I need this. And if I need it, then other people need it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking that. So, you know, when I first started out, it was really, um, of course, women, women were getting into it. And there were, interestingly, you know, there have been these phases of women really, you know, kind of a, really getting into firearm ownership and shooting and just in the gun community. And we were kind of on the cusp of that happening again. Nobody could have predicted that necessarily at the time, but it was definitely a right place, right time situation. And a lot of women were, uh, there There were sites out there, there was one in particular that had incredible information, Cornered Cat. If you, she's still, her stuff is timeless. If mm-hmm. you get a chance, go and look at, I believe it's corneredcat.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just phenomenal. And now there are a whole bunch of others as well. But at the time, there were, um, there really wasn't anything out there that really suited me. Most of it was either kind of, you know, for people who are much older you know, and I'm in my mid twenties at this point. So I wanted something that really, you know, and I'm living in Los Angeles, but I care about my safety and I, I think about it, you know, I'm conscious. I've, I've, I've had friends who've, you know, been in really horrible situations and I want to prevent that for myself and the people that I love. So I want to be cognizant of that, but I also don't want to wrap my world around the firearm. Like I see, you know, some people in other aspects of the media doing, and it just, that didn't suit my personality. It didn't suit my lifestyle. So that's why I started Girls Guide to Guns, which was, you know, kind of a city girls uh, version of gun ownership and, you know, still loving fashion and firearms and, you know, where some people may have poo-pooed that or, you know, kind of demeaned the, you know, the girly, the girly stuff. I I really embraced it and, you know, did kind of uh, put ideas out there like, you know, pistols and petties where you would go, <laughs> go, you know, shoot guns with girlfriends and then go get a pedicure, you that, know, and, and, uh, Winchesters and wine. You that's know, fun. And then go have a wine night. It, so, it is a great website and we, we've got to so. jump off, but thank you so much for taking the time and talking with us today and tell people real quick that the name of the website. Yes. It's girls guide to guns.com. And then you can always uh, go see all of our work over at NRA women dot tv and that really we've got a lot of great content over there for with our show called love at first shot seasons one and two so definitely check that out oh we definitely will thank you so much i'll probably going to be seeing you at the nra meetings yes i can't wait i know we've got to catch up let's uh let's make a point too we will wine and wine and petties what did you say i don't know yeah, t- pistols and petties <laughs> winchesters and wine i don't care anything let's i love connect. it thanks miss natalie talk to you soon Thank you, Cheryl. So nice to talk to you. Absolutely. All right. Well, stick around because right after this, we have the communications director of the NRA ILA, which is the Institute for Legislative Action, Lars Daleside. Stick around. I'm Rob. 
from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I am asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Potty Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at PottyGoldEstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Collier sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we educate, we engage, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And I want to dive right in with our next guest. We are uh, speaking with Lars Daleside. He's the communications director of the NRA ILA, which is the Institute for Legislative Action. Uh, and that, it, that's, that, Lars, are you with us? Yes, I am. i got to correct you with one thing there, Cheryl. Yes, I'm please. definitely not the communications director. My boss would kill me. Whoops! <laughs> Did I just give you a raise? Did yeah, I give you Well, yes. Your mom would be proud, <laughs> but I think my boss would be a little bit upset. Wait, the official wait, wait a minute, Lars. Is, yes, sir. You, you talk, don't you? So you communicate. Oh, so you I are do. a communications, okay? <laughs> True. But what I, is, I am in communications, but the, 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 the title can go as far as spokesman spokesman but that's really about as far as it goes (laughs) i do a little writing i do a little speaking i do a little policy stuff here and there but i'm definitely not the communications director all right well you can either when we see each other at the nra meeting in may you can either buy me a drink because i gave you a raise or i'll have to buy you one because i got you in trouble with the boss yeah yeah, because (laughs) i'm looking for a job (laughs) i'll buy you a meal because oh brother can you spare me a dime right (laughs) <laughs> All right. So sorry about that. And we, and we are talking about the tools of the trade today. And as we said at the top of the hour, you know, staying in touch with what is going on with our laws at our national level. I, I don't know what more important thing you could possibly have in your quiver, in your toolbox, in your range bag. Right. And that oh, definitely. And that is where you come in. So tell us about the ILA. What what exactly? It's a fairly new arm uh, of the NRA, historically speaking. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what y'all do over there. Right. Well, the, the NRA itself was founded in 1871, and uh, 
it was roughly about 100 years after that, so we were seeing a lot of legislation moving through that was, well, not very helpful to the, to the gun owners out there. And so the NRA started up the legislative branch, the NRA ILA, or the Institute for Legislative Action. And with that, we will uh, talk to the legislators both here in Washington, D.C., and every state house general assembly across the nation when there are farm-related bills that are going up. So you guys stay on top of all of that kind of stuff. And tell, so people can follow along, tell us what the, the website is so we can kind of see what, what's going on out there. Well, the website itself is nraila.org. .org. Uh, it's basically, if there's something happening in your state, it is up there. It is, we have the latest and greatest of legislation that's either on the House floor, that's being proposed, that's sitting in committee, or on its way to the governor's desk. And through that, uh, you can follow what the legislation is, and if we're asking uh, the gun owners out there to participate in, in the action to try to let the, their, their state delegates, their state senators, their state representatives, whatever that may be, what they think about that particular item. Well, so, Lars, yes, sir. I'm sorry, we broke up a little bit. Lars, um, do you know this guy, uh, I can't think of his name right now, Bloomberg or whatever? I mean, are we doing <laughs> anything about him? Yes, I'm definitely very familiar with Mr. Bloomberg. Uh, he, uh, Everybody would probably first know him on the gun range because of his his initial group, Mayors Against Illegal Guns. Uh, he started back when he was uh, the mayor of New York, and that well only had well a little bit of success here and there, mainly in getting people to sign up, not necessarily in their legislative action. And then uh, after he he left, uh, he had his third term there as mayor of New York. He sort of shifted and created the group uh, Every Town for Gun Safety, right. and also uh, Moms Demand Action. The Moms Demand Action has been a very interesting thing because they're trying to pop that up like little franchises <clears throat> all throughout the United States. And what they do is they say, like, for instance, I'm sure there's an Arizona Moms Demand Action, and I was recently talking about a Maine's Mom Demand Action, and the, the local newspapers sometimes get a little confused and they think think that these are grassroots organizations that just mm-hmm. popped up out of the sand and <laughs> here they are they're just concerned citizens says no 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 this is, this is actually an active lobbying group that that's out there just trying to take away your gun rights well what about the any any town for gun safety type thing that he's doing is he uh, like promoting that by giving out flyers on how to properly handle guns and teaching kids in classrooms how to handle guns? Or what's he doing with that? Well, that's been one of the biggest arguments that I've had with some of these reporters as they call and they ask about this. They have this, there's this new gun safety measure that they're talking about. I'm like, really? Okay, what is it? And he says, well, they're not <laughs> going to allow people to buy guns. And I'm like, they're not going to, wait, 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 that's. That's not safety. That's, that's gun control. Right. If you want to talk about gun safety, the NRA has 128,000 certified trainers all throughout the United States that teach more than a million people how to safely and responsibly use firearms every year. That's gun safety. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk gun control, at least be upfront about what it is that you're talking about. Don't try to mix it up with a little bit of clever wordsmithing. So true, and somehow the NRA gets this black eye for for being, you know, almost like uh, 
you know, the pushers of, of got to go buy guns, got to go buy guns. And yet you have 128,000 individuals across this country who are certified NRA safety trainers. I mean, that is a lot of time and effort and dedication. And what about that Any Town for Safety? What are they doing when they have teaching kids that if they find a gun, what to do? They're not teaching them anything like the NRA is doing with their Eddie Eagle program, things like that. Yeah, the Eddie Eagle program, uh, it's been around since 1988. We're coming up on reaching uh, 29 million children throughout the United States to tell them that basically if, they, if they're unsupervised and they find a firearm to stop, don't touch, leave the area, and tell a grown-up. And you know, we get stories time and again sent in from NRA members or from instructors where there'll be a piece on the local news or in the local newspaper about a kid that saw that they came across a firearm on the playground, and they did exactly that. And sometimes they'll even go as far to credit Eddie Eagle Mm. with uh, this great device. And, heck, there's even a a bill that's proposed up in New Jersey right now to make that part of the uh, school curriculum. That's fantastic. I would love to see that happen. So, um. You just recently, and I talked about this briefly at the the top of the hour. There was this thousand dollar tax put on firearms in a U.S. territory. Does the NRA ILL have any influence over that at all? Since this is just a territory. Well, if it's a territory, this laws has to involve people that are basically citizens of the United States. So it's definitely something that we will uh, look out for. Um, and when it comes to that, we see all sorts of stuff like that. In Chicago, they have a tax on the sale of firearms and ammo. In Seattle, they have the tax up there. And, you know, we are fighting against that, trying to get that taken out. And they, they talk about the reasons for it, and the reasons change left and right. There was one to to, to uh, promote safe gun handling, or then it's to uh, offset the cost of firearm-related injuries and all sorts of different things. And they... If, they're, if they keep on changing their story, that's probably a pretty good indication that they really didn't know what they were doing in the first place and are just making it up as they go along. Well, And I, so I'd assume that that would be something very similar to that. Absolutely. And it's a punitive tax. They're trying to uh, hurt or punish or shame in some way, and they're, they're going through the, the pocketbook. Um, yeah. What? It's, it's basically a poll tax. Mm. I know a lot of people associate poll taxes with voting from back in the day. But a poll tax is a tax that basically prevents uh, a person from practicing a constitutional right. You know, just the same as to vote, just the same as to own a firearm. And that's what these things are and how they should be treated. Yeah, they're saying that you can't uh, discriminate against people and make them have a driver's license so they can vote because of the expense of getting a driver's license yet they can charge $25 tax on ammunition or things like that. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, it's, it seems that gun owners have become one of those groups where if there's something that happens, we shouldn't, we shouldn't paint everybody in this group with a single brush just because of the rash actions of one individual, mm-hmm. unless it's a gun owner. <laughs> then it's okay to make fun of them. To, you know, there's the stereotypical redneck thing that people will come out with, thinking that it's just a bunch of yahoos out there shooting street signs or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your average gun owner is a responsible person. They use their firearm for self-defense. They use it for hunting. They use it for target shooting. 
and they know how valuable this right is, and they practiced it with a great deal of responsibility. Absolutely. Well, we're going to have to run pretty soon, but I want to ask you before we go, what is the one most effective thing that we as citizens can do to prevent unwanted gun legislation? you got to stay on top of what's happening in your area, in your county, in your state, and what's happening in the legislation um, here on Capitol Hill, because they'll sneak these things in left and right. You never know when they're going to pop up. And if you want to stay up to speed with that, then you got to go to our website, nraiola.org. You can sign up for the grassroots alert. They can come out daily. They can come out weekly, and they'll let you know that what's going on in your area so you can contact your legislators and let them know what you think about that legislation. Perfect. I love it. All right. Well, Lars, thank you so much for being on with us today. I will be uh, buying you that drink or that dinner, I guess, when I see you in Kentucky uh, next month at the NRA Meetings and Conventions. So thank you again for being with us. Hey, stick around because we have our second hour coming up. We're going to be talking with our gunsmith, our resident gunsmith, Mr. Danny Ray Todd. I just want to say we really got to get involved. There's a lot of gun owners out there that don't want to talk about owning guns and that we've got to get involved. Absolutely. No fence sitting people. So stick around. We've got more to come on Gun Freedom Radio. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Um... 